0: A Radio 1 91FM podcast. Utiputi, Dunedin, has a new mayor, with incumbent Aaron Hawkins losing the election to first-term councillor Jules Raditch. Raditch, who ran on the Team Dunedin ticket, won the election with a decisive lead, with preliminary results at the final iteration of the STV system, having Raditch ahead of Hawkins and third-place Sophie Barker combined with over 20,000 votes. Mayor Hawkins chose not to run for a spot on the council as well as mayor, and so will be out of local politics for the next three years. The rest of the council saw five new councillors elected, and incumbent councillor Rachel Elder missing out on a seat at the table by roughly 300 votes. Outspoken jeweler Brent Wetherall, Kevin Gilbert of Gilbert's Fine Foods, farmer's market veteran Cherry Lucas, and former circus ringmaster Mandy Mayhem Bullock make up the block of new council members, while former councillor Bill Acklin, who left in 2013, makes up the final new member. The rest of the council remains unchanged, with the exception of the loss of Elder and Radich's ascension to the mayoralty, replacing Hawkins. Voter turnout was up in Dunedin, with about 48% of eligible voters turning out to cast their votes. This was about 12% higher than the national average, and saw the highest turnout in Dunedin in recent election history. I spoke with Mayor-elect Raditch this morning about his six-point plan to improve student safety in Dunedin.
1: Um, my first question to you is, how does it feel to have won the mayoralty?
2: Uh, great, actually. I feel very, um, you know, pleased with the campaign and how it's gone and it, it is a wonderful feeling to have the support of the people of Dunedin. So I feel um, very privileged to have received the uh, affirmation, I
1: guess. Um, and yeah. so, I mean, Radio 1 is primarily a student radio station. What policies have you got that are going to be do you think will be best supported by students
2: well clearly you didn't um i didn't reach you with my policies <laughs> <laughs> so uh i do have i did uh, produce a student safety plan a six point student safety plan have you heard of that
1: uh the name rings a bell but could you tell me a bit more about it
2: yeah well uh, one of the things i did go and visit and talk with a number of students um you know at, on campus during the course of the campaign, and I was rather disturbed to find that there's a significant safety problem. There's quite a lot of violence on campus and uh, sexual harassment. And many students um, voiced that they were concerned about that, which actually really surprised me, I didn't know. And despite having a daughter that's just finished at the university. So the Six Point Safety Plan uh, came from that uh, because I had, uh, it is my way to quickly go around and talk to people and um, so I discussed it with a whole bunch of uh, students and other parties and so the fixed point safety plan firstly involves having the loop bus which is already part of my um, campaign to have a loop bus that goes around town so people, students will have free travel from the exchange back to the university library so they can safely get back uh, from partying in town or they can scoot into town to go shopping and back to the campus or all manner of places they can get around that cbd so making convenient and reliable public transport for students i think will help them with the safety but it also help them with um, you know managing the city as far as they're concerned next on was party bins so that students that are having a party on the weekend can phone up the dcc and get extra recycling bins delivered to their house which would then be taken away as part of the normal collection so you can have bins for glass and bins for uh, cans and Cardboard. And I think that there's a lot of vilification of students, but I take the opposite point of view. If you make it easy and convenient for students to put their rubbish in a container, they will. Even at a party, they'll put their bottles in a container in a recycling bin rather than dropping them on the ground or just putting them on the ground and then next minute someone stands on it uh, and it's broken uh, because there's a lot of cut feet happening on campus and also bicycle tyres and stuff get punctured. And so uh, the next one is uh, lights. So I'd like to see better street lighting and some of the streets around the student area because some of those streets, more so than other parts of town, the student area of town is used by pedestrians at night. So there's lots of people roaming around late at night they are coming home from studying or they're going to visit friends and so forth. It's a very social area of town and it's flat so it's really easy for people to walk around. So streets need to be better lit uh, and I've us, enough, here in my email this morning was a, uh, an email from a concerned student, but it is a problem that I've already identified. So I think that's a really easy fix. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is to uh, have some trail cams. So, student uh, campus watch would have trail cams available. So, if there are problems happening on campus where perpetrators of, uh, well, essentially, you know, uh, well, essentially criminal activity. Would be able to be better able to be caught if there were battery operated uh, CCT cameras that could be uh, placed on, you know, uh, in appropriate locations and there would be under the supervision perhaps of Campus Watch. And then we I'd also like to see a uh, working group to discuss student safety on an ongoing regular basis so that the whole situation of student safety on campus is uh, attended to and on the last thing but possibly should have gone to the end of the list is I really think that we need to have more live music and entertainment venues on campus I think with the uh, loss of the pubs and it doesn't necessarily have to be more pubs but uh, venues that have entertainment for students because with the loss of the pubs now what is to me to be happening is that students uh, drink the cheapest form of alcohol they can in their own parties and they have very large flat parties and of course that has led to tragic results but you know that means that that he instantly raises safety issues because it's all very well when things are going well and everyone's having a great time but when things uh, turn bad uh, and someone uh, causes a problem that of any sort, then things can get out of hand when people have had a lot of alcohol in an unsupervised and with no, uh, I suppose, no controls and no uh, supervision and no um, sober people keeping track of what is happening. So, you know, bad things can happen as a result. So, I think having instant, more entertainment on venue uh, on campus so that people will go out to venues and uh, take advantage of that entertainment rather than having huge parties in flats.
1: There you go. Excellent. Thank you for that. Very comprehensive. Yeah. Um, My next question to you is what, as mayor, will you promote to ensure that student flats are up to a livable standard? Uh,
2: Well, there's quite a lot of government regulation about that, and I think I'm not prepared to start making pronouncements about that at this point in time because we have... The Healthy Homes Initiative, which has you know, is definitely making a difference to, uh, you know, the quality of the homes, the warmth of the homes, and so forth, warmth and ventilation. And so, uh, ventilation is a problem in Dunedin because we do have the colder climate in winter. So that should be taking care of things. So uh, i would certainly prepared to be involved in an initiative to help. Uh, police that or. Uh, Attend to complaints about that, or whatever. I don't. I'm not, I don't have any particular policy in mind for that because the government has addressed that on a nationwide basis, and I feel that that should be covering it. But where there's exceptions, you know, that's uh, possibly where the council might help out.
1: Um, and my final question to you, and then I'll let you get to your meeting, is: Do you support a pedestrian crossing on Albany Street between the university and the OUSA clubs and societies building?
2: I'm not sure about that, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. There's been a bone of contention. I mean, there's a, there is a crossing not far away, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really not sure about that because many students keep asking for it. And you know, there, there is the, uh, the traffic light crossing uh, at the corner of Albany Street and Cumberland Street. So uh, I just don't know whether there should be a pedestrian crossing there. I mean, to me, it seems a very easy thing. And I don't understand the reasons why, off the top of my head. Uh, there are various reasons why. This uh, the council has uh, is formulating a plan for more uh, cycleway along there and heavy traffic along there. The so I'm not prepared to make a pronouncement on that. I, my way is typically to discuss this sort of thing around the experts and around the stakeholders thoroughly before I uh, leap to it.